16 episodes later, we still start no talking to the listeners. Fucking idea what we're doing, but here we are once again. Welcome back, guys. We're back in the High Rise TV studios. Today, we're gonna talk about some shit. Cue <laughs> 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 our theme song that we don't have still. Um, yeah, fucking. Aaron's packing a bowl with some super glue right now for those who super are listening glue. along with us. Um, yeah. So, what? Let's do our little weekend bullshit. So, weekend rundown. I came to the office and met up with Aaron, and Saturday we did a podcast while watching Street League. Yeah, I forgot that was this weekend. It's like already like, yeah, it was pretty dope. Fucking skate contest was sick. Maybe we'll upload that. Maybe we won't. We'll see. Yeah, it might not translate because you can't fucking... Unless you're really syncing <laughs> up with us, you're going to have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. But it was fun either way. <laughs> so we did that. And then we were going to do... And we watched the Bellator fights from Madison Just Square Garden. Fucking so much craziness with the fights. Oh my god. We should have recorded a podcast during that because... That was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah, there's way more shit during that than the fucking skate contest. That's for sure. It was hilarious. A lot more action. Dude, like half the time you a lot were more like, rolled ankles even. Oh my, more rolled ankles in the UFC than skateboarding. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> yeah, if you guys watch that, Bellator card, Fedor versus Matt Mitrione. <coughs> it was pretty wild. It was like, the first fight was... Was the first the first time was the Lorenz Larkin fight? He fought Douglas Lima. It was just a close back and forth fight. It really wasn't that exciting. Then shit gets lit. Then we got homeboy coming in, <coughs> born and bred. Like this kid's twenty years old, been training MMA, fighting, boxing, wrestling, everything since he was like fucking five or some shit. Like he was supposed to be the next big fucking thing. There's a lot of hype on this kid. He's coming down the hallway, fucking swagging, like, looking fucking like a badass, and then he's just fighting this random asshole. I mean, he's probably, I mean, I never heard of him. I watch every goddamn fucking His nickname is The Altar Boy. Yeah, he's just, like, some veteran, like, journeyman. Some fucking, dude, yeah, like, works a full-time job. He's been, like, some, shit, like, shit on by everybody. Yeah. And he gets, like, no respect, but he's, like, trying to fucking prove himself. Yeah, so it was fucking dope. Fight starts, kid comes in hot. Gets caught like pretty much instantly with the dude just blasts him with the uppercut and just drops him with the uppercut and then just hops on him and fucking chokes him out in like twenty six eighteen seconds twenty seconds or something. It's like the fourth. It's like the fourth quickest submission in Bellator history. So gnarly. So that was like the first one where like damn that was crazy. The odds were somewhere in the ballpark of probably eight to one or ten to one. Six to one or eight to one or some shit like that. Like pretty pretty substantial odds against that dude. Then the next fight was Is that the Michael Chandler? The fight? Michael Chandler fight. So if you guys aren't familiar with what we're talking about, we're talking about just Bellator fighters or whatever. And Michael Chandler's just I think he's a lightweight champ. Was a lightweight champ. <laughs> Dude's a beast. He's a fucking animal. Like a he's straight just, savage. Just gnarly he's like on another level and shit. He's like elite fighter. Same thing. They pit this fool up against some random asshole again. Just some random kid who's clearly it's a mismatch. It's like outmatched. Like, and the first minute or forty-five seconds, Michael Chandler rolls his fucking ankle. Like, not even. I mean, supposedly the homie kicked. I don't know if I believe that. It looked to me like homie rolled his fucking ankle, and then he rolled it again, and he just kept rolling it because he's so Dude. tough and he's trying to fight through it. And then so they pretty much dude just keeps folding his ankle. Trying to like stand up to keep fighting, the ref fucking pulls him aside and they're like looking at his foot. And he's just like 
I'm ready. Like, fuck it. I'll fucking fight all day. Like, just oh all hyped God, it. And he's like, let's go. And then they pick the stool up and he tries to stand up and he just fucking eats shit. Yeah, like, oh my God. So and then they just call the fight. <laughs> it's over. Exactly. Lose so they end the fight. They, sh- they shouldn't have end up- ended the fight by injury. Basically, they ended it because... Nobody wants to watch this dude every time he put weight on his foot. He rolls his ankle. Like, literally, yeah. like, three times in a row, he put weight on his foot, and it gave out on him. But he was still trying to fight. And he landed a solid body shot off one foot that sent the other dude backwards. So he wanted to continue going, but he literally couldn't put weight on it. So the ref stopped it, because it's just nobody in the crowd wants to see it's it. brutal, yeah. He stops it by injury, which would be, cons- like, a TKO. So technically, like, the other kid yeah. won by TKO. But it was just a weird, you stopped it by injury, this is a fight, and it wasn't a TKO. Yeah. So, yeah, and then, like, and the kid was just lit. And then, the, <laughs> oh, the other dude acted like he fucking knocked him out, like he yeah. was Conor McGregor in the first round, when really he just won by some random. He just got lucky. Yeah. But it was dope, because then Chandler took the mic, he just said, you better be fucking ready, I'm coming yeah. after you, like, I'll be back to get my belt, blah, blah, blah. But, it's a, like but Aaron said, to add insult to injury, like, this dude's sitting on the fucking bench, like, with the doctor looking at him. He's like, I'll go all fucking day. Yeah. I'll go all, even though, like, he's probably getting that adrenaline dump at that point. Yeah. But he's, like, trying to stay fucking lit. And he's like, I'll go all fucking day. And at the same time, they call the fight off. He stands up and he's like, let's go. They call the fight off. He goes to sit back down and the fucking dude pulls the stool out from under him. So as they call the fight, he just... Fucking sits down and misses yeah. the chair to add insult to injury, just like fuck. Because that was that so was probably going to be the most exciting part. That was going to whoop the other dude's ass He's for fuck sure. Him up, yeah, that so. was pretty wild. So, dude lost his belt via rolled ankle. I think it's the first time I've ever seen that in fighting something like that. Then we got fucking Fedor. We got the heavyweight. Fedor is like, if you don't know, one of the greatest like heavyweight fighters of all time. Super gnarly dude, like Russian, just fucking doesn't show any emotion, doesn't smile, doesn't nothing. He's just a stone cold, like, killer, like, crazy. So he fought this dude, Matt Mitrione, who used to be in the UFC, like, gnarly NFL dude. Used to be on the Giants, right? Yeah, they're both just huge, big motherfuckers. So basically, first, what, like, two minutes, they catch each other. So they both throw a right or a left or something. They both throw straight right. They both connect at the same time, and they both pretty much, like, almost knock each other out at the same time. They both fall over. And then it just comes to, like, who can get up quicker and pounce on the other dude. And Fedor is still kind of on his back out of it, and Mitrion was able to get up instantly and just jump right on top of him and land that couple shots and just put him out cold. And that was pretty brutal. That was, that was an exciting fight. It was, like, a... That was crazy. It was like everything that was just happening just leading up to it was just this crazy shit show of everything. And then these two dudes drop each other. The first exchange. The first exchange, they're kind of timing each other, whatever. The first time they both go to throw, they drop each other at the same time. Like a (laughs) fucking movie. I mean, Aaron are sitting in his office like, what the fuck? Yeah, we're just like, what's going on right now? And then he just jumps on him and then it's like game over. Vader's over. What is going on right now? This fight. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. And it was, yeah, yeah, it was a good car. And then that shit, that's not even it. Then there's the main event, which is Chael Sonnen. If you don't know who that is, this dude's just like the ultimate shit talker, like WWF promo, but it's pretty funny. He's pretty smart and like, it's pretty entertaining how he does it. But he fought Pride Legend, like Vanderlei Silva, gnarly Brazilian dude, and basically just took him down and fucking ran around. Basically, Silva's trying to rip his head off, so this dude's like, I gotta just take this fool down and hold you here, and try to he's get, like a, yeah, try to get like shots a, in, and make sure you don't knock me out, because on the feet, it's another story. He's getting clipped. Yeah, he's able like, to take him down at will. Oh, know? it was it was hilarious. It was too easy. It was like, yeah, Chael's like world-class uh, wrestler, right? So, yeah. And everybody in the world, like, I barely know this shit. I'm like a pretty new fan of this, but like, I know he's gonna try to take him down and yeah. grind him out the entire time. Watching the fucking fight, like, They'd be on the ground, Chael would just be, like, wrestling him, and then the fucking ref would bring it to the feet, and then as soon as they got to the feet, you Watch he- out for the double leg! <laughs> <laughs> you hear Silva's corner yell, watch out for the double leg, and at the exact same time, Chael goes in and just gets the double leg and just takes double legs the fuck it's out of him. It's fucking them. hilarious. Like, his coach must have been right next to the mic. It couldn't have been better timing, it couldn't have been, like, better audio for right <laughs> yeah. when he said it to where he took it It was, like, out. synced like, up perfectly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, pretty epic night of fights, I must say so myself. It was just 
it was a shit show. I just remember being on the couch, like, you're, like, standing up, and I'm, like, crying. Dude, that shit had me, like, three inches from the screen at some point. So I was just like, what the fuck? It was just crazy. I love seeing that underdog shit, and, like, just, it was crazy, all that shit that happened. It was dope. So that was That's definitely a, a good card. Watch out, it. fucking UFC, because Bellator is coming for you. I swear to God, they're going to fucking take over, dude. They're just, like, slowly getting all their fucking people and all their fighters and fucking have the dope-ass broadcast team. And they're just, like, being current with it, like, yeah. you know? It's yeah. smart. But they still do have a long way to fucking go, that's for sure. What else? I was thinking about it, too, like, UFC's kind of cashing out on this deal. Like, even though he's going to boxing, think about how many new fans this is going to bring to the UFC. Yeah. Because all these boxing people, boxing's bigger, right, than UFC. Obviously, it's been around forever. Like, boxing has all these fucking people that don't know who Conor McGregor is. Conor McGregor is the ultimate marketing guy. So yeah. he's going to go in there and steal all these fans. They're going to be like, I'm not going to pay $65 to watch Floyd dance around. Like, I'm going to fucking pay $65 to watch this fucking Irish kid go in there and do some crazy shit and talk some crazy shit and back it up, you know? Yeah, it, it, just the uh, lead up alone. He's going to get gonna a lot of... So he's going to gain so many fans know? just talking the shit. Or what all these fucking heels do is they go in and they talk all the shit and then everybody in the world wants to fucking see them get knocked out yeah and they either he's either gonna lose by decision or if he might win and then he'll gain them as a fan and if he yeah. loses he'll be humble about it and then he'll gain them as a fan yeah so either way like that's the angle of that, yeah. that heel you know like he yeah. knows exactly how to play it yeah he's it's calculated at this point so yeah i was just thinking about the other like damn i didn't realize like the fool's about to just open himself up to a whole new audience of fucking millions and millions and millions of people. Like, that's a whole... Yeah, and the, you're right. The UFC's going to bank off that shit. And they're like, they couldn't have, like, really a better... The view. UFC in general, that's what I'm saying. Like, just... People don't know what the UFC is still. Like, a lot of people still don't know what the fuck it is, you know? It's still new. It's not the fucking NBA. Like, 56 million people don't watch it, you know? Like, or yeah. whatever Super Bowl is. Like, you're lucky to get, like... Couple hundred thousand, you know? yeah, right. It's like a whole other level, but just gotta give it time, obviously. But yeah, that shit's nuts. I always think about like their merch and shit, like how much fucking money they sell their shit for like 36 bucks. And there's what, this article, is it just like straight UFC shit, or what is it? Yeah, it's typically just like licensed UFC shit, yeah. just like with fighters' names and shit. But I read this article about Ronda Rousey selling what was the number. I don't, I don't, don't quote me on this, this number is wrong, but I want to say it was like 200,000 shirts or 100,000 shirts, something ridiculous in like 48 hours, I did the math, it was like, even like, I did like low cost, like low ball, and it was like $6 million or like $4 million or something absurd, like, and it was in, within a period of like a week or something, you know? Did you see, I saw some shit on Instagram, but I don't know if it's old or new or whatever, something about Kim Kardashian's, like, makeup line oh, or something. 13 million in 10 minutes or something ten like hour, that. 10 minutes, 10 minutes, right? Yeah, I think so. Crazy. Because, yeah, because before they were doing a million a minute, he sings about that shit. <laughs> that one song. Like, how ridiculous is that? Her app. Her app. Oh, her app, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other level of <sighs> fucking shit. But, like, I was telling you, I was listening to that podcast of that chick, and... She's saying, like, she has a ton of people that have paid for these celebrity endorsements, and it's not worth it. In a lot of cases, it's not worth it unless you have a really good relationship with them. Because, like, Kardashian, you're, Kylie or whatever, they're saying that it's a 300 racks for a shout-out. So think about it, You have to sell so much product. You, you think about that. You know what I mean? To recoup that investment, like, you got to pretty much double or, like, at least sell, like, yeah. 500, 400 or whatever, you know? However you're going to break even, at least. You don't want to break even if you're spending 300 grand. Like, you want to yeah. fucking... It's just nuts, dude. So yeah, what she says is to go after smaller. Yeah, smaller like, like smaller, more engaged. They have a that's cheaper. Engagement. Just yeah. think about it. You can just pay fifty bucks times a hundred, or say, think about it. Kardashian three hundred racks, okay. Or take that three hundred racks and oh fucking God. get ten thousand influencer shoutouts yeah. from people that have five to ten thousand followers, and maybe it's even more engaged because mm -hmm. it's. Direct following, man. Yeah, that's what she's saying. She goes after like the medium size, that's like not too big, not too little. Like I forget the number, but it was like fifty to hundred dollars a shout out range is what she like banks on. And she said the best way is to treat it like an email campaign, like a or just like a funnel in general. Like instead of just paying for one post, you want to pay for multiple posts and have 
them almost like complement each other. So for a good example is a mystery box or a, a box of tea or whatever the fuck. It could be anything. Mm -hmm. So a box of tea, you get the box of tea, you unbox it, first post. Damn, check out this new tea I just got, unboxing it, showing it off, whatever. Cool. Second post, maybe fucking two weeks later. Damn, fucking this tea's dope. I've been drinking it. I love it. Cool. Another three weeks later. Man, I lost fucking 10 pounds. I feel great. Blah, blah, blah. Boom. Now you just have three fucking solid posts mm -hmm. showing the whole process of like just really relating to the customer mm -hmm. and getting them interested. Not just like shout out to fucking meundies.com. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you. You know, it's like, it's more thought out. Yeah. You know? That's something that we've it's had to smart. learn here too. Because dude, yeah. Like at High Rise TV, what we've been doing the channel for like, is it three years? Is this 2015? No, three years of the next year. Okay. So we pretty much just coming up on, yeah, like a little past two years. God damn. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, since we can't make money off like ads and shit because we do weeds so a lot of people ask about the youtube channel and they're like oh so you like damn you probably like make a lot of money if you get views and fucking blah 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 like you would think that but because the marijuana content is not federally legal and legal everywhere we can't really get paid for ads we don't get paid shit yeah so <laughs> so you try to like leverage that with like sponsors working with sponsors and companies and shit and uh, we've had to learn, like, you know, the first year trying to figure out our, our sales packages and shit and seeing what works and what doesn't work, you know, and, like, having shit shouted out in episodes versus doing actual reviews. And we're, like... There's just, like, so many different fucking aspects to it. Like, like you said, like, shout-outs, reviews, banners, product placement, fucking new name. Like, there's so many things that can go to it. It's, like... Instagram shout outs, Facebook shout out, Instagram story shout out, Snapchat shout out, email, email blast shout yeah. out, fucking Instagram post, fucking the list goes on and on and on. And it's just like trying to figure out like where you can add the most value really to like what you're trying to do. And so now we've kind of simplified it a little bit. And before we were just trying to offer everything and anything. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a little more like here's what we can do. Here's our followers. Here's our fucking views. Like, here's how much it's gonna cost you. Here's how the process works. So, for instance, now we're implementing something where we're doing product reviews. We have a fucking big audience of 420 people, so those people want to see new dope 420 products, and these new 420 companies want to get those products in front of those people. So it's a perfect relationship. So basically, what we're doing now is doing these product reviews and we've really broken it down into like steps so for instance you get we create one full video youtube video of the product being used talking about it using it whatever that gets uploaded to the youtube channel and then from there <clears throat> cool now we create a instagram commercial from the actual youtube video so we take that instagram commercial we post it on we have like four or five instagram accounts we have about three, four hundred thousand followers, whatever it comes out to. We post that commercial on all those accounts. In addition to that, we post a swipe up commercial on all those accounts. In addition to that, we shoot photos. So basically, these companies are paying us whatever they're paying us, and in exchange, they're getting videos, commercials, swipe ups, photos, shout outs. They're literally getting a whole entire package but it's just all bundled into one thing. It's just, here's how it works, here's the steps, here's what you need to do, and it's just as simple as that. So that's something new that we're gonna try out. And it's been, we've already gotten you know, a bunch of companies hitting us up, so it should be good. Should be cool. Yeah. Keep, keep the channel going. Yeah. Because we don't make money off this shit, we just do this shit, because it's like, and it's so funny. It's fun, and it's, it's cool, and fun to make we just like doing yeah cool shit and creating shit and whatever but it's funny because a lot of people think that there's a lot of money that goes into these videos that we do not all of them but like some of them people are just like what the fuck like tripping out you know what i mean they think we have like this big production and this big team and all this shit behind us and it's just like me and you and fucking Lindsay, yeah like, like cranking shit out <laughs> yeah it's exactly. just like pretty funny but it's so fun dude so like yeah 
Like, it'd just be, for all the, so, how am I trying to explain this? So, yeah, people think we have all this, like, production value and money and team behind it, and we don't. So, it's like, once we get a little bit of revenue going, and we can really implement that, then it's going to be like, then what are they going to think, you know? Yeah, right. Because, <laughs> like, then we can actually spend money on, we can go rent out fucking shit and have a budget to fucking get a drone or go on a boat or get a horse or get a horse. whatever the oh. fuck we want to do. Like, just have fun and make cool shit, oh, you know? And smoke out a horse. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait, dude. That'll just be fun just to be able to... I mean, I always talk about that on the podcast, talking about watching, like, the Viceland shit and just getting, like, anxiety. So I'm yeah. like, dude, I want to like, do yeah. this shit. Just, like, let's fucking go. But in time, that's the thing, you know? Just keep plugging away and plugging yeah, away and plugging away. And, I don't know. We have... We don't have, like, a real end game goal. We just want to create and just keep like, creating. Cool that's just funny. Like, channel, you know, yeah. We just want budget just so we can continue creating. Just like, so we can make cool shit with that, yeah. you know what I mean? We could really take it to the next level and just do... Like, I always complain about, like, rap videos and shit because it's these dudes, fucking future and whatever, and they're literally just standing in front of a fucking Ferrari in front of a mansion that they probably just, like, airbnb this mansion for, like, five racks. Probably ran at the fucking car. Yeah. Maybe they have it, whatever. I don't know. They're literally just standing out, like, rapping in front of a car, and it's like... Mm -hmm. You probably have, like, $50,000, $100,000 budget... Maybe more, maybe less. You know, but you have a fuck ton of money to make this goddamn video, and you're gonna stand in front of a car and do nothing. I'd have fucking clowns and cannons and tigers and fucking you name it. Like, are you kidding me? Like, we could go so ham. Like, we could do so much crazy oh shit. You know, it's God. just. I just wish people would be more like do crazy. Like some people do yeah. crazy shit, but just a lot of rappers, for instance, it's just like just standing in front of a car. Yeah, or it's like green screen for a long time. Or green screen shit. Yeah. They just like Action Bronson. He always does like dope ass music. Yeah, videos. that was dude. The one with him like riding on like, <laughs> the happened. desert and stuff was so sick. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I have like a fuck ton of shit. Got notes today. Just written down. Like, god damn, look at all this shit. But uh, no, I'm just like finishing up Tools of Titans finally, um, and it's just so good. And there's just so much. There's good so much information. Much, I gotta read that again. There's just so, so much shit in there. So like. Here's one thing. It's just like, I think I was reading this one today. It, it's like learning the macro from the micro, getting so good at one thing that you can apply that knowledge to life and other things. So like, what have you experienced that, so that again, with? So like, um, it's learning the macro from the micro. So basically, like, so you get so good at one thing that you it's can just apply like that the knowledge to other, to other life. Like, obviously through skateboarding, for example, like, that's where I got it from. And like, you probably got it from skateboarding or have you ever like thought about that have you ever been aware of like damn i learned how to do this like you know or it's just even like the most simple things is like the biggest things like you know what i mean like running a business customer service or just like the most like basic simple things like it's just like always go back to the basics it's simplified shit, you know? that's yeah it's like don't try to overdo it and don't try to like think about it too much and grab things from here it's just like just do the fucking basics. Like, yeah. what works? You know, what's already been proven a hundred million fucking times over and over and over mm -hmm. and over again. Like, do that. Mm -hmm. Do it well. You know. Yeah. That's that's like I posted a a, a quote on our story this morning for the our Doobie Talk podcast. Yeah. And it says our life is frittered away by detail. Simplify, 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 simplify. A man is rich in proportion to the number of things he can afford to let go. It's just like we just spend so much time trying to like think about details and this and that when we, we, do. we see that so back to the basics, too, back to the yeah. basics, back to the basics for everything, you know? Yeah. Or it's just like we get so caught up in everything and then like Tim Ferriss in one of the chapters today, he's like he's like, when things are going kinda weird, just fucking do the opposite of everything you think you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah. he's like talking about how he worked for some company and he's like kind of doing telemarketing sales and it, shit was going bad and he's like fuck it i'm gonna do the opposite i'm supposed to call from nine to five i'm gonna call from like eight to nine in the morning before other people are calling i'm gonna call from like five to seven thirty at night and i'm not gonna pitch this shit i'm gonna ask these people questions yeah and sure enough like the first month he became like the top salesman so it's like we just <laughs> yeah. get so caught up in like or the way we do things and the way 
we think we're supposed you to think do. Everything things. has to be a certain yeah. way, and exactly. And yeah. it's like we gotta uh, step back sometimes and be like, dude, what am I doing? That's like wasting time. That I could just there's way more shortcuts. And that just the, the big thing I took away from that book was the twenty, the eighty twenty shit. Pareto's law. Yeah, yeah. like and that kind of goes back to just simplifying it and looking at mm-hmm. what what really produces the fucking results, you know. What really produce like so if you're not familiar with that principle or saying or whatever, it's basically the rule that 20, 20, 20 80, so twenty percent of all the shit that you do creates eighty percent of the results. And that's not like a set number, but that's just what the fucking law is or whatever. But if you just really think about it, like in business, typically 20, 30% of your clients are going to make up 80% of your revenue. Or you can look at it in everyday life, you know, 20% at working out, 20% takes up this 80, like mm-hmm. you can apply it to anything, like really. It's like when I used to ride for Ezekiel, like the last couple of years I rode for, for them, they, their main retail their main accounts were Nordstrom's and Active yeah so they put all their energy into that so they would just go to all the Actives buy all the employees Starbucks do sales uh, contests for all the sales associates like winner who sells the most during the holiday season will get flown to Hawaii for a week or whatever and they put all their energy into those two companies when I mean shit like they could it's not worth trying to open up this account with this small core shop that's going to yeah. put in a $600 order on net 60 or you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Or just yeah. asking if they can do consignment when you could just focus on getting Nordstrom's and boom. Yeah, exactly. But that's all depends on the type of business. Cause you know, like some people want to do wholesale. Some people want to do what we're doing. E-commerce. Yeah. Yep. It's like, but I don't know. It's shift, sh- obviously shifting the e-commerce, but you can obviously still have a ton of success wholesale. There's still mm-hmm. people crushing it right now. Mm-hmm. They continue. They'll continue to do that for a few more years. But mm-hmm. at, at this rate, I don't see. I don't. I see the next like 10, 15 years, just everything going online or everything going fucking delivered to your door in ten minutes. It's, and it's yeah. five dollars. And Amazon just kills everyone by robots, and then Amazon. It's just, like goes to Mars and fucking puts a superstore in Mars and has drones and shit and that's it. That's what's going to happen. Over. What else is going to happen? Like, look at them. They fucking kill it. Like, they just fucking... What's crazy, too, on Amazon, if you're killing it with certain product and making X amount of dollars, they have a fucking team that's just scouring Amazon and they'll just rip your shit off and undercut you. So, like, say you're fucking some dad who's, like, selling garden shovels and some shit and you're making like 750,000 I don't know the fucking number but you're crushing it and then Amazon's fucking homie he's just like of course oh shovel sold 3 million units this month cool hey Bill get the fucking shovels like or however the fuck it works you know Easy Boom. As fuck, we're gonna undercut you by fucking 3 dollars cause we can order 10 million and you can't and we win cause we're at fucking Amazon it's kinda like what Trader like, Joe's you, used to do how do you compete with that like Trader Joe's they <laughs> They'll carry some product like Smart Water. Yeah. Or they used to carry Smart Water. And a couple years back, they just got the same plug and they just started making electrical, electrolyte water, the exact same shit. Or they'll carry something for whatever and then they'll find the plug and then they'll just make the private label. It's like 7 Eleven. You guys 7 Eleven now and like the chip, they have all their other chips. Chip, chip, like, whatever. That's what the fuck active, I would do. I would just. Everything. a perfect yeah. example of that. Like, active was. They're smart as fuck. I see so many shops hold themselves back that from that, you know? Dude, make your own gear. That's like the goal. That's how Supreme got big. That's how everybody gets big. It's make your own shit. You're cutting out the middleman. Dude, look at, look at Primitive. Yeah, they started. Primitive started store. as a fucking sneaker, fucking skate store. shop or whatever. Yeah. Now it's like fucking whatever. One of the biggest fucking brands out there. Dude, it probably is. I was like talking shit about that. I don't know, because it's hard to say, but as far as, like, core brands, like, Primitive's, like, the new plan B, kind of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, who who do you think would be the top-selling core brands right now? Not Girl Chocolate, not Baker. I don't even know. I don't even know. The, the pie is just spread so thin, but, like... I'd say, like, Palace, Welcome, but, and, like, all the weird fucking trendy but shit. But in volume, like, that's trendy, but do you think that... See, I don't know. But, like, do you think that they could do the volume that a company like Primitive could do? 
Yeah, that's, that's the true. problem, you know. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know what's cool right now with skating. You know, I feel like whatever's not cool is cool. I feel like, like for mainstream skating, yeah. like kids that watch Street League and shit, like yeah. primitives. Yeah, probably. It's, it's got to be primitive. Is like the girl chocolate of like art. Yeah, right era or something. Yeah. You know. But there's one other one. But even like clothing wise, they murder it. Like as an apparel brand. You know what I mean? Then they have the decks on top of that, and then they have the shop, like... Yeah, because they... Like, triple threat. Well, they captured, like... That's pretty interesting, because they, they captured the streetwear market before they went into, like, core skating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... Which is pretty crazy, and you look at all the other companies, you look at maybe, like, the Hundreds, or Diamond, or LRG, where they're... They kind of captured the, a skate market, and then they, like, branched outward. Lifestyle, yeah, but primitive went from like a, a sneaker store, right? That was like where you would go. It was like Jordans and sh- because this is the thing, fucking P Rod. He had all yeah. the bugs on the Nike shit, so it's, yeah, you know. So they, <clears throat> yeah, they started as like the spot, like where you would go and get you'd wait in line to get your six hundred dollar diamond dunks or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then they branched. P Rod left. Plan B, started the board company. Now they're like legitimized themselves in core skateboarding. Yeah, which is they have, like, it's, it's interesting that they went. They have like all these dope ass dudes yeah. on the team. They're killing it. That's pretty interesting. But yeah, dude, they're because they just did it with Pirod. Like, yeah, you couldn't have done it. Oh, 100%. you couldn't have started like a streetwear like sneaker fucking. Thing. It was the perfect fucking yeah. storm or whatever. Like look at Supreme. Like Supreme started as like the super core skate spot where everybody hangs out. Harold Hunter kids like New York spot. Then it's it always the super core shit that goes mainstream. Yeah, right. <laughs> like Dasher and Supreme and Palace and Antisocial and all this shit that's like core and fucking whatever. And then it's just like, or 14 year old girls are fucking wearing it at the mall and that's shit. That's the cycle, you know? dude. It's, so it's just the cycle of everything. It's fucking dope. <laughs> I feel like Dasher's the worst, dude. Everybody's just fucking like, oh, it's, it's so just funny. Out. Yeah. Because it's just funny because you know that makes Jake Phillips so angry that people are wearing. Yeah, sure, that don't skate. It's like, whatever, bro. Like, you're a fucking... This is a lifestyle. It's like a fucking... It's a, it's like iconic. It's like more than a skate magazine, you know? Like yeah. the name Thrasher. Like, yeah. You know? It's like, yeah. You know? So it's like... I don't know. But it's just funny because, you know, that makes him so mad. Like, Justin Bieber's wearing it. Or, like, Rihanna. Oh, or my like, God. Everybody some wears fucking it. Whatever. Forever 21 did, like, a rip-off of their shit. Yeah, like, all these people. It's so funny. They sent a cease and desist here for one of the brands. For super radical. Oh, that's right. For super radical. Yeah, dude, that's so funny. Yeah, so Thrasher is just like, just like the Bibles. Yeah, it's crazy. But then there's the underground dudes. You think? Who do you think it's more Thrasher, Thrasher or like the Barracks? Thrasher. Do Thrasher? I don't know for sure. Actually, I, I don't know. To be honest, I have to have Nick Kendo in here, but it's like, be close, huh? those are the two. I heard the barracks mag, are, doing great. are they out of business or are they still in business? Skateboard mags like through the barracks, but I don't really know. It's like in turmoil. What's the other ones? Transworld. They're still killing it. It's just they're not really. Like probably <laughs> it's like still in business for yeah. like thirty pages. They're still surviving, yeah. Dude, it's so sad seeing these fucking. Because I mean, yeah, like what the pages. fuck are they gonna do with magazines? It's two thousand seventeen. All right, let's see. What's the company? What's the fucking company? Revive skateboards. That. It's like this company out of the Midwest that just, it's like John Hill and those dudes all ride for him. I'm only like 256. I think on YouTube they just like murder it. This dude like kills it. And he's, I'm pretty sure. I'm like wondering like what volume of, sk- of boards he sells versus like the rest of the industry. Dude. This revived skateboards company. Oh, because it's like all YouTube though. Mm-hmm. He has. 1.4 million subscribers. Yeah, that's crazy. So. So, yeah, he's definitely selling some shit. And then he's got, like, John Hill and Doug Desaults and all these other YouTube dudes killing it for him. Yeah. Um, but that's the, the, it's, like, the cool thing is, like, there's, like, core skateboarding and then there's, like, all this other shit that there's these, these people don't even the know about. And they just make yeah. so much fucking money. Yep. Let's see. Thrasher. Three million. Damn, he has more than Thrasher. Wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. So that's just like a whole different market, and kids these days they don't know. You know, they're not yeah. being bred by fucking. I've heard of that, that kid maybe once or twice, right? Just because I watch a lot of random podcasts and shit. That's how I came across him. But 
yeah, it's wild how you can just build up a, like, literally anything that you like to do, if you're, like, good enough at it and entertaining enough, you can build up, like, a following on YouTube so easily, you know? Or do makeup or skate, like, for instance, skateboarding. This dude just goes to the skate park and fucking skates and films kids and fucking looks for dope, crazy tricks. Think about it. You could sit there in one weekend and probably capture, like, five to ten tricks and upload five to ten videos of those tricks. And fucking, if you know how to market that, like, this kid, you're going to get, what, how many views on each one? Yeah. And that's what, just sitting there, like, and then if you're really proactive, you can pay people to do tricks, you can do tricks, you really, invite all your homies to do whatever the, however the fuck you do. That's you what know? Nigel was doing, Nigel got it to the point where he was making a good amount of money on YouTube, budget, yeah. and he would, like, I, like, ran into him at the skate park, and he's like, hey, you want to do 20, 20 tricks for 20 bucks? And I'm like, cool, There's 20 bullshit tricks, just, and he probably made, like, like 350 bucks off that, yeah, or something, like 20 bucks for whatever, the views or something, like, lunch. it's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's if there's anything you guys do out there, you have an interest or a hobby, definitely just share that shit with people. It's like now is the time to do it, you know. Yeah. Now is the time that you can meet people that are into the same shit as you and fucking connect with them. And it's like everybody's like their own brand now, though, too. You know, it's just you can promote yourself and you can promote whatever your message is so easily now, just through your phone. That's a couple minutes ago we were talking and we were talking about like the death of like retail and shit yeah like automation and i was like that's like what it's gonna go to it's just gonna go to everybody being their own brand and we are all of the retailers that's already like what it's going to i feel like i mean slowly but surely you know look at all these fucking instagram ad accounts that just sell Mm -hmm. anything like cool now i'm fucking fidget spinners and fucking you're not gonna have a storefront you're gonna have just your vendors will be people yeah, you're just buying from each other. It's just mm-hmm. more social. Just how everything's always been social, and now it's mm-hmm. just on a whole other fucking level. You know? And now it all even almost makes it even bartering easier. Yeah, trading. Instead yeah, I wonder what it's going to be like in ten years when the next generation comes up and Bitcoin. it's just all fucking cryptocurrency shit. We talk. Do you, do you know anything about that, about that uh, Putin wanting to go Bitcoin? Or not? I heard not Bitcoin, Bitcoin but I cryptocurrency. He's just like, I'm trying to get the fuck away from this American currency. Well, because look what the American fucking dollar is built on. Like, shit's going to collapse any second. second, (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? They can't even audit the Federal Reserve. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, right? You can't even audit the main fucking financial institution for the entire country. Makes sense. (laughs) It's just no money. Like, what? Pretty crazy. Well, that got off track. Quit watching. <laughs> you been watching anything crazy? Like conspiracy-wise? No, just anything. Fucking smart what shit. What did I watch? Interesting. Well, stoned. I watched some shit the other night. That was cool, but I can't remember what I watched this fucking movie on Netflix called Captain Fantastic. Oh, I saw that on there, but I haven't watched did it Did we yet. talk about that on the podcast? I don't, I don't know. know. Dude, it's pretty sick. It's the it's like, like a superhero movie. No, dude. It's like the cover and the name have nothing to do with this shit. Yeah. It's about like I had no idea. I thought it was like some it. Marvel comics. No, like, it's whatever. sick. Okay, so one of the reviews is like people talking shit on it, and it's like it's a cross between Little Miss Sunshine and Into the Wild. <laughs> okay, those are two sick movies. Yeah, let, me, those... let me go watch that. Yeah, I'll see what that be like. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's just like this. Uh, this couple that raises their kids in the wilderness. Yeah, it's pretty dope. And they're just so fucking smart, like book smart as fuck. They can take care of themselves. They're just like, Jesus, you know? And then they have to come to the city. And then it's like, it's like drama, like funny parts, very pretty dramatic. A lot of stuff is just very interesting. Because I don't know, like a lot of people probably have had that thought of, what would you know what would it be like to just move out there and raise kids and detach you know and it kind of lays it out for you what it would really be like dude it's pretty sick Uh, there's this shit that i saw the other day on facebook and it's this fucking couple they're like old as fuck they built this like floating goddamn house have you seen that no it's the sickest fucking thing i've ever seen in my entire life I'll, i'll find the video after the podcast and show you it's like some, I think Vice did some shit on it or something, but it's just like a big ass floating compound, all self-sufficient, like, full just walks down, like, opens a thing, goes fishing, and they're just like, 
surrounded by trees and it's like tethered but it can move and shit but it's like a floating like dope house and these like old hippie people just built it and it's like it's like has fucking whatever like it's all self-sufficient so it can just run itself and he, they don't have to be on the grid he, he has like special like satellites and like dude it's fucking g as fuck it's so sick I, I'll, I'll it's show on you a lake or something something like that yeah dude it's in scandinavia or what it sounds like it would be in like norway there's like Finland, some white people just Sweden. like fucking whatever like i don't know like where the ice fish type place no just like at the fucking river. Or like, oh, so it wasn't even like... I don't know, not the river. Yeah. I don't know how to... I'm not explaining this very yeah. well. But they're just chilling. Like, it's... It, look, they're just in the woods or some shit. But dude. there's like water. I don't know. Imagine. But it's like so dope, dude. It's crazy. And they lived there forever. Like, 10 years or 15 years. And that's gonna be like way cheaper than buying a half a million dollar two-bedroom house in Southern California. They had it all locked down. Like, it's been a while since I watched it. But they had it all locked down so sick to where like... They're just like growing shit and fucking generating heat from here and the fucking power goes there and they're getting the food from here and they're like, they're like old as fuck and they're just killing it. I'm like, that's sick as fuck. Like, I would love to live right like, like a week or some shit. Trying to. Trying to get the fuck out. Hey, we need to see what's up with the Airbnb for the Conor McGregor. Ooh, that'll be amazing. Conor McGregor fight. Do a fight companion for us too. Knowing nothing about boxing <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, anything else we listen to? Oh, I was listening to some like interesting shit actually. I was listening to this podcast and there the topic was like, what's a better play for the future, real estate or Amazon? And they had like two real estate dudes on or whatever that are like have killed it and just murdered it or whatever. Now they're doing e-commerce shit. And they just, like, broke down all the fucking numbers. I mean, obviously, real estate's a fucking... You can make stupid fucking money, but... The way these dudes were breaking down all the numbers and shit, it's, like, pretty crazy. And they're, like, I'd rather be doing... All of them said they'd rather be... Yeah, rather do Amazon, because it's, like, this is the beginning of it. And it's going to be... Like, we're just talking about It's going to be everything, you know? It's the biggest marketplace. It's just getting started, too, you know? So, so it's only So gonna, just creating Amazon stores. So all, all fulfill, fulfilled by Amazon dropship stores. That's what all these dudes do. They all make, like, like, seven figures, but they have multiple stores, you know? And they just make hella money, and the whole thing with them is, like, they're like, yeah, we could buy a house or whatever. I could rent the house out. I can make 1500 a month, 2000 a month, whatever. He's like, but then I have 500K sitting in a fucking house. And I'm making fifteen hundred, whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, with this shit, he's like, I could put five racks. Like he already said, he's like, I started my first one with five racks. Like, put five racks to an account, I turn it into seven figures. That's it. Yeah. And then I just replicate that over and over and over and over. You know what I mean? And it's like pretty fucking crazy to think about. It's just like a whole new wave of fucking whatever that word. It's your marketplace. It's literally the marketplace yeah. that you're gonna go to. And if these people lock down all these resources. And it's or, just our tools or whatever the fuck that the, their product is, mm-hmm. and they're leading that category. Yep. You and get all you get dudes. seven of those categories, and there's hundreds of thousands, there's millions of, of products, categories. Like, just yeah, just category. Like, that's what they're saying. Like people think it's saturated, and they're like, it's barely, It's not even getting started yet. Like we're just getting warmed up. So and it's, it's like, always gonna be. Yeah. There's always gonna be new shit because there's always gonna be constant innovation. So there's always gonna be new products to add to this shit. Yeah, it's just it's never it's only gonna keep expanding, you know. Yeah. So these dudes were just like it's pretty interesting to hear them all say that the same thing that they'd rather like put their kind of time and resources and energy into doing Amazon than fucking doing real estate, like basic real estate shit. Yeah. And it's like it's not only that, it's think about the headache too, like cool, you have to sell a house or rent a house, so you gotta go fucking do open house and fucking meet with people and have a property manager and have insurance and there's a lot of responsibilities that go along with that plus the investment of the money into the fucking property, you know what I mean? Automation is like and then, key too. Or you just fucking send all this shit to Amazon. All these dudes don't lift a finger. They literally don't lift a fucking finger. They probably spend hour a week they probably hire someone at this point but they probably spend an hour a week just sending just forwarding an email or not, they don't have to do that it's just amazon already does it 
Literally nothing. They send it to Amazon. Amazon does all the work. They don't even have to do emails. What am I saying? Nothing. New shit. It's like, it's fucking ridiculous. So, very little upfront investment, a huge upside, and it's not something that you really have to like sit on. So, yeah, we definitely like need to like. Cool. That's my next move. After mm-hmm. I get all this shit situated, I'm gonna set up like 150 fucking dropshipping mm-hmm. stores. <laughs> as soon as I figure out one, I'm just gonna keep replicating it. Different products. Yeah, it's like. Just get fucking super banked at night and just go on at Alibaba. Well, there's straight up the like, what could we sell? There's straight up websites that already tell you what's selling, so you can just like type in whatever, Mm -hmm. and then it'll tell you like the top thousand products or something, and then you can just go in and you know, go. It's pretty crazy, (laughs) and it's all based on reviews and. It's like algorithm, yeah. It's like. To basically get ranked up higher on Amazon, it just comes down to your sales and your reviews. So if you're selling a lot of units and you're getting good reviews, you're going to keep getting ranked up. And then as you keep getting ranked up, then you become more visible and then you get even more sales and more reviews mm-hmm. and then it's just like a snowball effect. Like we've started fucking, like I started Amazon store one time and just put like a Trump hat up, like just randomly just to see if it would sell. And like the first day I sold like two without even like doing anything. You know what I mean? Literally mm-hmm. just putting it up. And with 55 million other products, and there's so many people on there that it's still sold to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of crazy, you know? All right. So what's our $200 product going to be? <laughs> yeah, that's the goal right there is finding that item, that, that margin that you can make fucking 40 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever per sale, and you can you know, so. sell 30 or 40 a day. You know, that's not bad. And then you replicate that three times, and then... Replicate it again a hundred times. <laughs> you just keep replicating it. Amazon. 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 Amazon's <laughs> the ticket. The ticket. Thousand dollars, nine hundred dollars a share. <laughs> yeah, that stock is insane. I think it was about a thousand. Thousand dollars a fucking share. Forty-seven. 47 big ones. 47. Got a couple more points here. We got a lot of points, but let's see if there is actually relevant. Um, got a fucking flag everywhere in the goddamn warehouse today for some reason. Like the whole entire warehouse was just flies. Uh, even out there? It sucks. Yeah, fucking Blake's office, that office, out there, Frank's office. All the offices got flies today. No time, no time, no time, no time. Just, just like a bunch of like random shit. <laughs> um, I don't even know, man. This is all just random shit that's not even like. I don't even know if it's great for the podcast. It's just like personal shit. What else do I got? It's like, take my laundry tomorrow. Yeah, right? <laughs> I actually had a thing from the book that I bookmarked. Let's see if that's anything good. A swaggy pink pen here. That young El Dorado. I don't know. That's you know about that. Oh, my neighbor got me that. It's pretty sick. It's got the little stylist thing at the end. Oh, for your phone. It's kind of sick. Yeah, that shit's sick. Um, I don't know. Here, cool. Rick Rubin. Learn from the greats, not from competition. Learn from things so what? Let's just learn from the... People that have fucking killed it. Just don't even, yeah, don't even look at the people that you're fucking competing against and seeing what they're doing. Like, yeah. Don't even worry about what they're doing. That's always a big thing that I always hear is like, don't compare yourself to other people or like say your homie's fucking killing it and he's making a million dollars a month and you're only making like fucking two grand or some shit, you know? It's like, don't compare yourself to fucking someone else's fucking shit because everybody has a different mm-hmm. fucking path and some people fucking hit it up. 50, some people hit it at 20. It's all, it's all different for everyone. So mm-hmm. it's like, don't compare yourself. To, or like, don't get bummed out. Like, looking at, all oh, these dudes are doing this, or that guy does this, or See, I'm like, only doing yeah. this. You're just going to hold yourself back and shit. You just got to focus on what the fuck you're doing. Don't worry about what the don't fuck you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Shout out DJ Smokey. Kirby Maine. Triple six. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool, though. I like that one. And that's Rick Rubin, who's fucking sick. Rick Rubin's, like, a dude who produced, like, all the old Beastie Boys shit. He's produced everybody. Yeah, it sounds He's really just familiar. the fucking G, dude. Um, 
another thing he says is the best art divides the audience. Half the people love it, half the people hate it. You've done well. Because that's pushing boundaries. This is like getting different reactions and shit like that. Because mm -hmm. you're really like pushing the envelope. Yeah. You're really getting people you're not just thinking like playing safe or like fucking whatever. Like putting something crazy out there to really like shake it up or whatever. And then that's where like they say emotion. Like you have to invoke emotion. Invoke, evoke. Fucking what am I looking for? Evoke. <laughs> invoke? Is that even a word? But yeah, you, you're trying to like bring emotion out of people, you know? That's what you're trying to when you do any art. Or anything in general, I guess. Like you're just, it's like, look at all the trolls. Going trying back to, to Conor McGregor, going like back that. to fucking Trump, going back to Kanye Weezy. Like everything <laughs> yeah. is just everything. It's it's controversy. They know how to get the love it and hate it, but you can't turn away. Stir the pot up and mm -hmm. uh, another. We could talk about this. It was like a cool thing. Like like Conor McGregor is like so big and everybody knows him and he's like fucking he's doing all this crazy shit. But it's like if you really think about it. Rewind like fucking fifty years or sixty years of when Muhammad Ali was fighting he was fucking way crazier he said way crazier shit he'd drive up on the people's fucking front porch and fucking call them out in the middle of the night and like he was fucking a crazy ass motherfucker and he'd talk a lot of shit and he'd back it up and he was super swaggy just like conor mcgregor and but there's no fucking social media back then you know what i mean so it's only self-limited to the people that he could really like mm -hmm. whatever now which was still everyone which was still yeah crazy now it's like Conor McGregor talks a little bit of shit and goes viral and it's on every fucking kid's phone in America in five seconds and then they're sharing it and then uh, and then you know what I mean it's just it's crazy like the how shit gets amplified so fast now like I don't know. so fast just gets put in a whole other like so quick like the chick who uh, the chick who went to Africa and tweeted about I don't get AIDS JK I'm white or whatever yeah and then I was on her flight to Africa. She had no idea. And by the time she landed in Africa, the whole world hated her. <laughs> she got no off the way. plane, turned her phone on, and was like... Can you imagine? You're just, just like, on the flight. She's like, oh, I'm in Africa. Like, I'm white. Oh, oh my God. Like, Joe, like, being a fucking idiot. She, like, pops a Zanny and has a glass of wine yeah. on the flight. <laughs> <laughs> Gets off the flight, like, what have I oh done? Oh, my God. Her phone's just like... Just like, she just went viral. Fuck you. That's how fast it can happen. Or like that one model. It's like a supermodel that Snapchatted this like fat bitch in the gym. Did you hear about that? Uh, I think I've, I've heard she about like it. Fat shamed her or whatever. Oh yeah. Like Snapchatted this bitch and then posted it and she's just like, ew, she's ugly or whatever. Said some shit like that and now this bitch is like, Nobody's fucking with her. Everyone hates her. All her people dropped her. Has no job. Like all this shit, just because she did some shit like that. But it's like, dude, that shit happens every day, all day, all day, like, all day. Oh goddamn, mm -hmm. dude. That's all I see on my Instagram is people filming people making fun of them. Mm -hmm. Like skateboarding. That's hundred percent. You're in the streets, like riding right? whatever, and you're just filming people like crackheads and fucking yeah, right. You're just filming whatever, you know. It's not. I don't know. It's <laughs> just crazy. like. Chicks walking down the street with their dogs and backpacks that, with the glass, with the plastic thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying. It's just... Yeah, it's just all the triggers and social but justice. Just some of them hit more than others, you know. It's strange. They hit that nerve or whatever. I'm glad I didn't have social media when I was 17, because I would be posting some dumb shit. <laughs> I would. There'd be some blowback. <laughs> I had MySpace when I was like 19. Yeah, MySpace was lit. I had MySpace. I had MySpace when I was like 15, 16, something like that. I remember signing up for MySpace in high school, like freshman year. Was, same with Facebook. Was was Facebook, I signed up for like freshman or sophomore year. I was like one of the first, like, not one of the first, but I was like on it before. Yeah, for sure. What, what, uh, what was it like having social media in high school? So like that was like barely me, social media. That's like, barely social media. Like MySpace was, was like social media, but it was very minor. It was like Verizon flip phone, like text. Texting was the but big like we passed notes. Like it was notes and shit. Like talking oh, to you girls had like and texting. Shit. I didn't even have texting and shit in high school. I, I had texting like maybe senior year or junior year because I didn't have a phone until like junior year. Or yeah, some shit. Up, yeah. And then I got like a shitty ass phone, and then I upgraded. I got the Verizon. 
started making a little bit of money on my oh, shit. I got shit. the fucking the chocolate or you the razor the or whatever. Oh, you got the, the razor, razor, Motorola razor. The, the razor, yeah. Shit was fucking G. I was lit. And then, uh, dude, yeah, I was just like texting chicks and shit and like whatever. But it was like my the same thing. MySpace or fa- no MySpace. It was just talking to chicks. Like that's all it was. Yeah. Like. Dude, it was insane. I could have got so many. I, I pissed out on so many. I could have got so <laughs> many, dude, when I was like 16. Uh, I could have just been slaying shit every night. Like, cause it's like you could just, what's up? You know, like, I don't know. You could just reach out so easily to all so these easy, fucking hot yeah. chicks. And it's just, or, ooh, bigger one was AOL Instant Messenger. That was the one. That was That lit. was the one. And you know, even before that, Napster Chat. You hit the Napster chat or like LimeWire chat. What's the other one? LimeWire chat, See, Napster chat. Like fifth grade, asking chicks out and shit. Napster chat. Yeah, How fifth funny is grade that, man? Pimping. Dude, I was pimping since literally I got married in second grade, bro. <laughs> oh, um, sorry if I can't tell you this. <laughs> I've been married for the last 26 Dude, I had, like, years. Dude, like a fake wedding and shit. Oh my god. That's crazy, yeah, because even during the uh, MySpace days, it was still like, yo, what's your fucking aim? Yeah. Because through MySpace, it, the chat or instant messenger, whatever, wasn't great. So you'd try to get that no, screen name. No, message. I would always message. MySpace, I would send messages. To oh, the I turn my shit off. Or whatever. Because uh, that was like right when film not, not came the, out. Not the wall, but the message. Yeah, because I mean, that's yeah. when film, oh, so that's funny. That's right when Filmbot was coming out. Yeah. It was when the, the MySpace shit was cracking. And so I didn't know, or right when they implemented instant messenger yeah my shit was just getting blown up in the first two weeks i'd hear this shit and i couldn't figure out what it was so i didn't know what it was finally i start talking to this one kid the first conversation i have this kid alberto chimini <laughs> aka kime from turin italy talked to one kid on myspace instant messenger yeah end up going to italy six months later and <laughs> a week that was the only the one of the, the one, the one of one. and then so i turned it funny. off after because it was just like bring 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 and just like yeah. random people just trying to blow me up and yeah. at that time i was just like just trying to talk to shit i don't know my space i don't even remember the messenger for some reason i just remember the i'll just message send messages mm-hmm. and shit in the inbox or whatever and then you always you, refresh and look for the one and then you the, try to get the screen name from there and then you talk to them on aim it's yeah. like yeah. That was like the goal. And dude, it's so funny. MySpace is just like a way less advanced version of Instagram. It's just like same concept. Like chicks posting pictures of their ass trying to get hot to get the attention from the dude. Tequila. Dude's dude, posting skateboarding. Except same. the skateboarding back in the day, you couldn't really, it wasn't, that was just interesting from MySpace to Facebook. So on MySpace, you would be a fucking kook if you posted your packages. Yeah. You would be the, like, no. It's <laughs> yeah. like so not humble in skateboarding. Switch to fucking Facebook and Instagram, you're ex- now you're, there's influ- you're a quote influencer or whatever, and you're expected to post your shit. But there was the gray area before where just kids who were just regular flow kids would just start posting their shit. Yeah. And it was really weird. This, I don't know, for me it was weird because that was something that, like, you better believe I wanted to post my fucking shoes and everything <laughs> yeah. I got, but I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. You know? Dude, and I then you just see all these kids. And it, it, it's like, it's so different from myspace yeah it's crazy too like you think about it, they had like you could do like a blog like you could do a blog post remember and then you could do you had your friends section then you had comments and then you had like about me bands music interests yeah. whatever and then you had all your photos like there's like so much shit on, like i don't know it's fucking crazy it's crazy how fast that shit died out too like from how it was just like Kadoosh! Just hit Facebook, yeah. Facebook is just like, level. man, you're done. You're done. I wonder what the... I wonder what caused that. Because you know, obviously, with the Facebook thing, there's all these older people on Facebook now, and so all the kids like Instagram. Because it's like a younger yeah. younger audience. Their parents weren't on the gram yeah. at the time. <laughs> and uh, everybody's parents got on Facebook and started commenting on all these kids, or they could see the kids' shit. So it's they, like happening now on Snapchat. It's like it's like the parents are always like five, ten years behind the kids yeah. and shit. Always, so it's just like chasing the fucking like now the like now fucking everybody's on Instagram. You know, ten, fifteen years ago, like none of my family, parents, anything even knew what Instagram was. You know, Instagram. Now they all have profiles and shit. They're selling shit. Like <laughs> Instagram is the perfect platform for skateboarding. Oh my god! And all yeah. the, a lot of skateboarders were on it early too, but just by net 
because of skateboard networks and shit in general. People are connected in skateboarding like they are in social media, but in real life without social media. You know, like you just go anywhere and know people everywhere you went. Yeah. So that shit caught on. So everybody started posting their shit, and then as soon as Instagram went to video, it was like changed the fucking like, game. Just, skateboarding was just like. Yeah, no, skateboarding's fucked now. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's similar to when skateboarding switched from a big thing in skateboarding that was a, a game changer was digital photography. So before you would go you would go shoot like a sequence or something. You would have to go shoot a sequence for a magazine and you'd have to shoot film and you'd only get 5 6 tries per roll. Damn. And that costs how much money? Yeah, it's so not these cheap. dudes are burning through 10 rolls of film trying this trick. You're only getting, you know, 30 40 tries which for a crazy text trick tech trick is not that many tries yeah you're trying to innovate and do some you're shit trying for hours yeah trying some shit that's never been done like you're not gonna do it in 30 40 tries yeah and then that's gonna cost the photographer a fuck ton of money <laughs> it's so, like four grand on the exactly trip. so when that shit went to digital and you could just brr, 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 and then you could just format your memory card and wipe that shit clean it allowed dudes to try tricks for four hours when you can try a trick for four hours, you can start doing harder shit. Now the yeah. magazines all of a sudden have the hardest fucking tricks ever coming out. Before, yeah. you had to be somewhat consistent to get that out there. So having the digital photography just changed the changed the uh, innovation of skateboarding. It just pushed it, pushed it. For real. Even like Steve Rocco when, uh, with Big Brother, what they kind of like came up with was the sequence grabs. Or using video Screen grabs. Or using video grabs, yeah. you know? So like... They could create these sequences from the video, some of the best quality, but all these skate kids don't give a fuck about the quality. They want to see the trick, mm-hmm. you know? So now they can break down the trick, pull screen grabs from the video, and then make ads, and then you're just killing two birds with one yep. stone. It was pretty, like, game-changing with it's that, still too. effective. And then, yeah, but just, like, crazy, just, like, used, like, the zero-to-one shit, you know? It's simplifying shit right there. Mm-hmm. How could we just save time? That'll save you money. You already pay for the footage. Just like that, just solves so many problems, you know. <laughs> time and money. Yeah, that's yeah. what he says right here. That uh, what Tim Ferriss is saying. Um, he's like, when you're young, you spend time to earn money. Once you've hit a stride in your career, you should spend money to save time. <laughs> you know, like that's. Yeah. Could you just thinking of ways that's killing two birds with one stone? Just using a video grab, just, yeah. And it's like you said, it's not that big of a deal that the quality's not there. The, yeah. the importance is in the trick that was being done. Yeah. Maybe in a different field or a different photo, the quality of the photo is more important. But that specific case, he's just like, why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah. He stepped step back and was like, wait, why? Nobody else is doing anything like it, mm-hmm. you know. So it's open up that fucking whole new ballpark. Fuck it. Fuck it, we got sequences now for free. Yeah, right? <laughs> of the hardest trick in the video. Yeah, let's get it. And we don't have to worry about sending a photographer and a video. <laughs> Save so much credit. Yeah. Crazy. Cool. <sighs> Man. Oh, We're doobied. <laughs> Try one of these chocolate. Damn, what? You got honey. They're so insane. I didn't know what it was. It's just mind blowing. Mm. All right, we're Ooh. fucking all right. We're fucking at the end of our Monday after long days of work. So we're going to fucking close this shit out. But if you made it this far, thanks for listening to us ramble about fuck. What, we, who knows what the title of this episode is going to be. Um, but yeah, thanks for the doobie, listening to the Doobie Talk. Yeah, that was Bob. Um, we appreciate you guys. And, uh, Check us out on motherfucking iTunes, bitch. Yeah, we're we going to be there soon. Hopefully, you <laughs> listen to us on the iTunes. Leave us a review if you are. Um, if you're on YouTube with us right now, get that young thumbs up. Let me get a thumbs you up. Like Let me get a subscription. Um, <laughs> or questions, whatever. If you guys want to fucking ask us questions or troll us, or feel free to do either one below. Whatever. Um, but also, Go to the High Rise Co. We're getting and a fucking couple more floating in too. So Woo, I see some thank you guys for this. yeah. Right. Thank <laughs> you Use guys. Use code Doobie Talk get thirty percent off everything in the fucking High Rise store. <laughs> everything. And then go to allinaidskate.com and get use 
uh, skateboard with my name on it. And I like this background better. Oh, shit. I think it's I'm just looking cool. at it right here. Yeah, yeah we're like probably going to fuck with it. I got more shit to put up here, so hopefully this will be the new Doobie Talk station. Have charcoal. Yeah. Big tower boxes that are against the rack. <laughs> I think we love it. Counts. We got a bunch of charcoal hats. All right. Right. Charcoal hats coming. <laughs> Go to allineedskate.com. Use the code word Fuchs for skateboarding gear. Um, know what else there's to say fucking thanks for watching catch us next week on motherfucking doobie talk <laughs> <laughs>